Time is scarce and people simply don't have enough of it. Like around 70% of their day, maybe this is you, right, is dedicated to like a back-breaking full-time job. Like for most, that's just fine. But if you think you can get so much more out of life, like if you truly want to be wealthy, and I don't mean that in like a tacky sort of way, like if you truly want passive income that can support your lifestyle, to, to be honest, you're in the minority, like the few people who aren't convinced with the corporate system and want more. And if you are in that minority, then you also need the type of education that only people in the minority have. All right. So that's exactly what we'll be going through in this episode. The topic is a really, really interesting one. It's all about display homes. Should you buy a display home? Should you not? The pros and the cons. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name's PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. Let's get going. So a display home, what is a display home? Display home is like, you know, the developer or the builder are trying to sell, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 homes and maybe an estate. And there's one or two or three that they've kind of kitted out with all the flashiest ovens, fixtures and fittings, fences, landscaping, you know, lights and faucets and taps and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, oh, you know what, PK, you could actually buy this from us and you could, you know, get rent from us while it's still a display home, while people want to go through it to see if they want to buy one of these 18 houses for two years, three years. So it's like guaranteed rent. And look, it looks amazing. That's what a display home is. But let's start off with the positives. The first positive, number one, is the inflated initial rent. So the great thing about a display home is that the builder or developer is going to be like, PK, you know what, like for the first three years or for the first two years, 18 months, we're going to give you $700 a week, $800 a week, $900 a week, $1,000 a week, whatever that number is, right? Guaranteed rent. So for like for the average punter, that's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like we don't have to mess around with tenants. Like this builder is just going to pay us. And it's often more than what the rent would otherwise be. So it's like no brainer in that kind of sense. You know, that's one positive, but I'll come back to the flip side of that in a second. The second positive is that there's better fixtures and fittings. So like you've got all the top of the range. Why do they have top of the range? It's because the builder or developer want to impress all of the people. It's like a sales showroom effectively. They want to put all their best stuff in that house and so people are like emotionally drawn to it and then they want to buy that other house that's kind of like a hundred meters down the road from the same builder that may not have the same finishes but they've emotionally been trapped 
Okay, so you've got an investment property now that has all the best stuff, melee appliances, thick stone benches, the rain shower, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like it's all good stuff. That's another positive, like let's be honest, that's good to have nice stuff, right, in your investment property, who would argue against that? That's the second positive. And the third positive of buying a display home is that it's restored, oftentimes, most times I would argue, is restored at handover. So that, that means is like after two years that builder no longer needs it because they've sold all the properties in that street in that estate and they're like okay pk over to you now we've done our lease and any you know scratches any dents any breaks any just anything that may not be right with the property we're gonna do it up for you and give it to you in like brand spanking perfect condition once again kind of hard deal to turn down that's the third positive now let's go through the negatives and look Stay till the end because you might think that I'm propagating buying these types of things and you might get surprised as to why you shouldn't get these or should get these types of investment properties. Stick around. This first negative is overcapitalization. What does overcapitalization mean? It means where you've kind of kitted out the property too much for what the renters in that suburb, for what your future potential buyers in that suburb really want. Like, for example, if you've got like, you know, two inch thick, you know, marble stone bench tops in your kitchen and you're, you know, <laughs> you have your investment property in like a place like Loganshire or in a place like, you know, parts of North Morton Bay in in Brisbane or if you're in like Morpet Vale in Adelaide or if you're in the Rockingham region in in Perth it's like you don't really need that and tenants aren't gonna pay you more per week because you have that fancy add-on so you've overpaid you've overcapitalized sure it's good to have but you could have got the same rent the same future resale potential and value the same capital growth but saved yourself $50,000, $150,000 in the process by not blinging out that property, okay? That's overcapitalization, extra cost on your purchase price that has no return on investment. That is the problem with display homes. It served the builder because they've attracted their potential customers, but it doesn't serve you in investment property terms. That's the first downside, you've just wasted money. The second downside is selling above true market value because the builder or the developer is guaranteeing you two years rent, three years rent, whatever that is, right? The premium rent that they're giving you that's already baked in to the purchase price or the selling price of the property. So you've, yeah, you've got a good deal because you're getting guaranteed rent, but that additional rent, incremental rent, marginal extra rent has already been put into that deal. So you could have got that for 500K, but you're having to pay 600K. And guess what? You're getting that guaranteed rent, but that is the difference between 600 and 500K. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like you paid them extra only to get that rent back. It doesn't make any sense. You've not got any additional rent from them at all at the end of the day. So you've just bought something over its true market value because it's capitalized and because the additional rent is already baked in. Third downside is the LVR. 
LVR means your total leverage ratio, how much loan you have as a proportion of the total purchase price of the house. Now banks, some banks won't even lend you to these types of display home properties because they know what's up. And most of them, in fact, all of them won't lend you above 80%, all right? 80% loan to value ratio because the banks consider these things as risky. What I just mentioned, overpaying for it, the rent baked in, overcapitalization. Banks don't like it. They treat it as a commercial product in many instances. So you can't get like an 85, 88, I love 88, 90% loan on these types of products. So if you're like an investor, you want to build up a large property portfolio, you're having to sink so much cash into this property. And plus the banks don't like it even for future revaluations upwards or downwards. So it's kind of like from a finance game, from a borrowing capacity perspective, it's just a big no-no. The fourth downside of a display home is that the market rent might actually be quite be quite poor. So I know that you've just got, you know, amazing guaranteed rental for the first one, two, three years. Okay, you might have got 800 bucks a week. And that was a positive, remember, whereas the market rental was 500 or 600 a week. Now, come two years from now, the builder's like, all right, thanks for thanks for coming. Shake hands. See you later. Now your rent actually drops to what the true market level was. Now, a rent reduction as part of your passive income story, that's not a good thing, okay? It's like you've just artificially bought a property based on artificial numbers, not true numbers. And so that's just not a good thing, right? You've overpaid for it. You've paid too much. Your yield calculation was wrong the whole time. You thought it was a 7% yield. It's actually a 5% yielding property. Would you have paid that much for a 5% yielding property would you have bought in that suburb for a five percent yielding property probably not okay so the true market rent is often way lower than what you've got in your rental guarantee the fifth downside is builder can go bust and you may not even get that rental guarantee now you might think like this is kind of like what's the fat chance of of that actually happening guys we're living in 2023 construction costs aren't coming down they continue to go up more and more builders are going out of business they're getting having to get um, massive massive loans from you know mezzanine finance from banks just to keep propped up i think that's what metricon have done as many others massive massive builders so if they default the builders like okay we just we we're bankrupt we can't fulfill our orders they're not going to pay you rent doesn't matter what agreement you have with them if they're no longer solvent or they're an administration you're not getting that rent so massive risk especially if you're going with mid-tier or third-tier builders which is really you know a lot of these display homes are by these types of folks as well okay so one two three four the fifth downside of display homes is a really poor land to asset ratio now this is not unique to display homes in fact all brand new properties by and large suffer from this travesty poor land to asset ratio. What does that even mean? It's like buildings appreciate and land depreciates. When you buy a new property, especially a display home where it's overcapitalized, you've predominantly paid for the building. Like, let's be honest, honest, right? That rain shower, the immaculate, you know, landscaped garden, the stone bench top. I keep going on about stone bench tops today for some reason. Like, those are a big deal, right? Like, all of those fancy, like, amazing plantation blinds, you know, the, the wooden timber floor, 
all of that stuff, right, looks great, but it means that you're predominantly paid for the building, not for the actual block of land. We want that block of land, the value of the land, to be more than 50-60% of the total purchase price of the property because it's that thing that goes up, it's the building that depreciates all that rain shower, stone bench top, wooden floor, landscape, all that stuff goes down in value, okay, it doesn't go up. All right, so that's a really, really important downside of display homes. And the last one, I think number seven, is higher insurance costs, right? There's the builder leasing it back from you. There's all these customers that want to buy properties coming through that display home. They're touching stuff. There's public liability uh, hazard. There's all sorts of stuff that the insurance providers are like, oh, this is like a little bit atypical. It's not typical residential. We would have charged you for, you know, home and contents and potentially landlord insurance 1500 bucks a year bang we're going to charge you 4000 i just made those numbers up but you get the gist of it so Overall, in summary, there's three positives for buying display homes. If you're a complete newbie and you want a suboptimal outcome in terms of property investment, you just want to be completely lazy, maybe the three positives for buying a display home are ones that you should consider and go off and buy one. But for those of you who have like at least half a knack of buying good investment properties, at least half a desire of building you know, decent passive income, at least half the intent intention to build wealth and not leave money on the table, not leave opportunity costs, then display homes are probably not for you. Was that interesting? Do you disagree? Of course, there's exceptions to any rule, but what I've just said applies to 99% of display homes across the in Australia. I know if you're new to Australia or you're new to investment property, you know, like I was like many, many moons ago, display homes seem to be like the panacea. It's like, you know, it's new, it's brand new, guaranteed income. It's like, the builder is like a friendly guy what could go wrong like this is a perfect investment property scratch the surface you find that true rich quote-unquote property investors wouldn't even consider this in their wildest dreams Thank you so much for listening to that one. Maybe you already knew that stuff. Maybe you didn't, but I hope you got a ton of value. Regardless, I want to thank you for all of you who keep giving me and this podcast amazing reviews on Spotify or the Apple podcast platform like this recent one from Michaela it says both PK's course and these podcasts are brilliant the best on property investment I've come across I love that everything is data driven brackets takes the emotion out of property investing and focuses on returns which is what it's all about at the end of the day close bracket so thank you so much Michaela and thank you so much all of you to continue this conversation join me on the Facebook group with almost 30,000 amazing commitments community members it's called Australian Property Mastery with PK and also of course the YouTube channel with almost 20,000 subscribers now Australian Property Mastery with PK Gupta once again thank you thank you thank you and I'll see you next week guys catch you later bye